clearly, but preventing someone outside the transport from viewing the interior. Carpenter had known that gas and oil would be difficult to obtain after the collapse of civilization, so he had instructed his scientists and engineers to power the seal by solar energy, utilizing two solar panels attached to the roof. The energy was converted and stored in a bank of six revolutionary batteries positioned in a lead-lined case under the vehicle. Four huge tires, constructed of an impervious synthetic, enabled the seal to traverse obstacles conventional vehicles could never overcome. After the seal had been produced, Carpenter had employed the services of several military specialists, skilled mercenaries whose talents could be purchased for a high enough price, and had had them install certain advanced weapons systems in the prototype. Kurt Carpenter, Blade thankfully reflected, had seldom missed a trick. So what's the plan? Hickok asked Blade. Do we cool our heels here or keep going into the Twin Cities? Blade pondered the gunfighter's query. As the head of Alpha Triad, the warrior unit comprised of Hickok, Geronimo, and himself, Blade was responsible for making decisions and directing their actions. Indeed, as the chief warrior for the entire family, Blade was dedicated to preserving the security of the home, their 30-acre survival site in extreme northwestern Minnesota, and ensuring the safety of the family, the descendants of Kurt Carpenter's initial survivalist group. "'It must be close to noon,' Geronimo noted, gazing out at the late October sky. "'Plenty of time for us to contact Zahner and the rest.' "'And don't forget Bertha,' Joshua added, casting a thoughtful glance at Hickok. Hickok noticed the look. "'Why'd you stare at me when you said that?' he gruffly inquired. Joshua shrugged and quickly diverted his attention to the road ahead. "'No reason,' he answered. "'You sure?' Hickok pressed him. "'Leave him alone,' Blade interjected. "'He didn't mean anything.' Just because you're nervous about seeing Bertha again is no... Who's nervous? Hickok interrupted. Bertha will understand. It'll be a piece of cake. If you ask me, Geronimo amended, you'll be wearing cake all over your face when she's through with you. I didn't ask you, Hickok glumly retorted. He angrily glared at the buildings in front of them. Blast it! Why'd I agree to come back here? I should be at the home with my missus. Eating her cooking and taking it easy. Why'd I come back? Because you had to return, Blade stated, his mind reviewing the reason for Alpha Triad's previous trip to the twin cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, a distance of some 370 miles from their home. About two months ago, the family leader, a wise, wizened elderly man by the name of Plato, had sent Alpha Triad and Joshua to the Twin Cities for urgently needed medical and scientific equipment and supplies. Plato had hoped Minneapolis and St. Paul would still be intact, untouched by the scavengers and the looters, at least enough to permit Alpha Triad to locate the items needed in abandoned hospitals or universities. Unfortunately, the leader's assumption had proven to be erroneous. Alpha Triad had found the Twin Cities in a virtual shambles, most of the buildings had been standing since Minneapolis and St. Paul had been spared during a direct hit during World War III. But the structures had been in utter disrepair, with a few exceptions, and the contents of all the buildings had long since been used or destroyed by the four factions fighting for control of the Twin Cities. Blade sighed. A lot could happen in a century, 
and in the 100 years since the Big Blast, as the family usually referred to the Third World War, the Twin Cities had been ravaged by the constant warfare between the four feuding groups. "'I just saw something move,' Geronimo declared, leaning forward and pointing ahead and to their right. "'Behind that overgrown excuse for a hedgerow.' "'Wax, maybe?' Hickok speculated, retrieving his Navy Arms Henry Carbine from the console. "'Couldn't tell,' Geronimo replied. "'The wax!' Blade grit his teeth and suppressed a shudder. During his last trip, he'd been captured by the wax and had almost lost his life. In fact, all four of them had nearly bought the farm. He mentally envisioned the layout of the Twin Cities, preparing himself. The former metropolis was divided up into four different turfs by the four factions. The wax were based in southern Minneapolis and were the descendants of the former residents of the Minnesota Hospital for the Criminally Insane. They were pitiful.